This is Bloomberg Business of Sports. The world's changing. And what are things we can do to, to transform our business and engage our fans globally in different ways? People are using their name and likeness to create more opportunities, more stakes in companies. In order to turn the organization around, we had to turn it around not only just on the baseball operations side, but on the business operations side. Football and any other sport is very difficult, but I like to broaden my horizons and be able to expand sports. You need to be consumed live. And that's a big competitive advantage for intellectual property holders of sports content in the media landscape. Bloomberg Business of Sports from Bloomberg Radio. Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Kelly. And I'm Mike Lynch. And I'm Michael Barr. And this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. And guys, yeah, I'm really excited about today's conversation because we're, we're twisting the prism a, a little bit, as they say. You know, we spend a lot of time on this program talking to team owners, talking to players, but we also talk a lot about the money underneath this massive global sports industry and the sponsorship side. We talk about it a lot, but rarely do we get a chance to really talk to one of the most influential sponsors across a number of sports. And today, we are going to talk with one such person, Paul Knopp. He is KPMG's U.S. CEO and chairman. He joins us from the great state of Texas. Paul, really nice to have you with us. Yeah, it's great to be here today. Thanks for asking me to be here. All right. So let's get into something very timely, which is we are literally talking to you just on the heels of a big, big golf tournament that you had your name on in the on the LPGA side of things, the Women's PGA Championship. Uh, tell us about that tournament and what it sort of means in the portfolio for, for KPMG. Absolutely. I just returned late last night from Atlanta, where KPMG hosted, or we're the title sponsor for the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. What a phenomenal week it was. And it's not just a golf tournament. So when we had this vision in 2015 of being the title sponsor for the KPMG Women's PGA Championship, we didn't want to just host or sponsor a golf tournament. We wanted to make it really special. So the commitment we had and that we worked out with the LPGA Tour and the PGA of America was that we would hold this major tournament on storied golf courses. So golf courses that have held uh, men's majors events. And for instance, the Atlanta Athletic Club has had one U.S. Open, three men's PGA championships. So we wanted these women we want to elevate these women in the game of golf, so we wanted them to be on these storied golf courses. We also wanted the purse sizes to be significant, and since 2015, the size of the purse has doubled for the Women's PGA Championship this year to $4.5 million. And, and very importantly, too, we wanted the women to have the same kind of coverage the men had in terms of network TV coverage. So Saturday and Sunday both, three hours of live coverage of the event, 24 hours of total coverage between Peacock, the streaming service, the Golf Channel, and NBC. So we are just so proud to be the title sponsor of this event. We elevate the women by putting them on this platform. Couldn't be happier about it. But, you know, it's not just the commitment to women on the course. We also had this really incredible idea back in 2015 to elevate women off the course too so in conjunction with the women's pga championship we also hold the kpmg kpmg women's leadership summit the day before the championship starts and this year we brought 
almost 300 women, rising women executives from 100 leading brands together to participate in a leadership summit to try to elevate women in business. They heard from speakers on Wednesday, such as the award-winning director and writer Patty Jenkins, most recently the Wonder Woman movies, and now she'll be hosting the next, uh, directing the next Star Wars, Star Wars movie. Uh, Kara Lawson, the Duke basketball coach in 2008, Olympic champion in basketball. Uh, Dr. Condoleezza Rice, the CEO of Cisco, the leader of the innovative medicines business at Pfizer. Just a, a large number of speakers that spoke to these women and. We feel like we're really making an impact through that. About 50% of the women that have been through our summit over the last seven years have been promoted, and 20% have been promoted to the C-suite. So we're really proud of that work. That's the key, as you had mentioned earlier, the TV coverage, because as as women's golf gets more exposure on TV, more eyeballs are going to watch the sport and appreciate what the sport is all about. That's absolutely right. If, if there's any doubt about that, you could just watch the incredible competition between Nelly Corda and Lizette Salas on Saturday and Sunday up until the middle of a back nine. Only one stroke separated them pretty much for the whole day on Saturday and Sunday. A lot of birdies, eagles, incredibly exciting. And they were just both such Wonderful competitors, both from a different story. So Nelly Corda, you know, obviously a father that was a tennis champion, a major champion in the world of tennis, a sister that plays on the LPGA Tour, a brother that's uh, Sebastian Corda, top 50 in the world, and, and tennis is a great family. And then you have a Lizette story where, you know, she didn't come from a family of means, uh, very much struggled to get where she is. During the week, she talked about her own struggles with mental health. Just two very different stories, both very compelling stories, incredibly exciting competition. And, you know, certainly Nellie's victory, I think, uh, elevated some something else. She elevated her as a budding star in the world of golf at 22 years old. And it was just incredible to see these women compete for this championship this week. And that TV coverage, I got to visit with Dan Hicks in the booth, which is really fun and exciting and we had a few chances to get on the, the golf channel and the Sirius XM golf channel so it, all, all that coverage of these women well deserved recognition certainly our, our goal is to reduce or eliminate the disparity between women's golf and men's golf you think about the coverage of women's tennis the women have this the same kind of coverage same kind of purses as the men for the most part. And golf, it isn't that way. And we're trying to eliminate that disparity by elevating the women with this kind of a platform. Hey, Paul, it's Mike Lynch up in Boston. Um, I think the two stories that you just outlined, Nellie's story and Lizette's story, pretty much mirrors your purpose uh, of what you've been doing for the past four or five years off the course. And this seems like like the perfect storm uh, this weekend down in Atlanta. No, it, it, it really does. And, you know, we, we try to do an enormous number of things off the course. So I talked about the KPMG Women's Leadership Summit. But, you know, our brand ambassadors, Mariah Stackhouse and Stacey Lewis, are very uh, intentional about their efforts with our firm. So Mariah, an aspiring leaders program where – she brings together diverse talent from KPMG to 
participate in leadership development opportunities to interact with our leaders and do golf instruction. Uh, Stacy Lewis, something called the Rising Stars program at KPMG, where it's very much focused on our women KPMG professionals, where we go through much the same kind of program to give them both an introduction to golf and leadership development opportunities. And then, of course, our, our men brand ambassadors, Phil Mickelson and Maverick, they are participating in invitationals with our clients. Stacy and Mariah are also participating in invitationals with our clients. So we, we are trying very much to mix the worlds of golf and business. And they are very connected. You know, many business people play the, play the sport of golf, and we see this as additionally a way to have those two worlds intersect and interact, which really, we think, drives enormous brand benefits along with the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. All right, so let's talk about Lefty, because that obviously is one of the great storylines uh, of 2021. And uh, listen, I, as a fan, I have recalled seeing your logo, which is good news for you, on uh, on uh, Phil Mickelson's kit, as it were, for, for quite some time. Tell us about that relationship, how it's evolved over the years, and, and, and that nexus that you describe and, and what he represents, because... He is a brand brand in and of himself in many ways. Boy, he certainly is, and <laughs> there's no doubt about it. Look at the PGA Championship, and look at what that's done for the game of golf, and particularly knowing that a 51-year-old man, 50 years old, 51 years old, won that championship, the oldest major winner. And our relationship with Phil goes back 13, 14 years now, when he started wearing our hat, but it's much more than that. I alluded to it earlier. You know, Phil very much interacts with our clients. Uh, he participates in what we call invitationals with our clients at least three or four times a year. We had to take a bit of a pause during the pandemic, but amazingly, he still did it virtually uh, with our clients. But he plays golf with our clients and our people uh, three or four times a year interacts during that process but you know just what he's brought to the game of golf period and what he's brought to us in terms of brand recognition is just truly amazing and and we we're so proud of that relationship and to watch him win that great championship unfortunately i was on the plane and couldn't get connected to the uh to the internet coverage, I had fr- <laughs> friends texting me like crazy during the last few holes. I remember when he was on the 18th, I I said to one of my friends by text message, "Just tell me he's in the fairway, not in the rough." With that two-stroke <laughs> laid this up, he's in the rough. But sure enough, he hit it to within 15 feet of the hole yeah. on the 18th, and that was just an amazing story. And couldn't be prouder of uh, the recognition that he has brought to us. And it's a two-way partnership. I, you know, I think Phil would tell you the same thing, that he's really proud to wear our hat, proud to represent us. It's part of our culture. He, li- he lives our values, and we just are really proud of that relationship. Well, but Paul, if I may sort of follow up on that, I mean, tell us about, I mean, you guys are in the, the measurement business, you're in the technology business in in many ways. I mean, you, you approach with your clients, you know, problems in a very sophisticated way. Like, take us inside, if you will, without totally giving away the secret sauce of like how you do sort of pick and choose, because your endorsement obviously 
is a big one uh, from a financial perspective, and and you want to, as it were, sort of back the right horse. So, what is that process like internally? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll start with our endorsement of this idea to hold the KPMG Women's PGA Championship, and then I'll talk a little more broadly about just the whole uh, commitment that we have. So, you know, from our perspective. We have a deep commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we couldn't think of a better way to demonstrate that commitment than what I referred to earlier, elevating women on the course in the game of golf, such a diverse field of talent, and women off the course through the KPMG Women's Leadership Summit. And then, if I could just real briefly say there's a third leg to that, and that is KPMG future leaders program. So the net proceeds of the summit and the KPMG Women's PGA Championship fund the KPMG future leaders program. Over the last seven years, 122 women from underserved schools, about 80% women of color, receiving scholarships of $3.5 million in total, leadership development opportunities, mentoring, an introduction to the game of golf, so it's really the complete spectrum, the complete life cycle from women that are rising to the C-suite to women on the on the course in the game of golf to funding women to go to college, to be in STEM fields, to be in business fields, women that probably wouldn't have the opportunity to go to college without that support. And we just are amazed and inspired by what we've seen from the graduating classes of those leaders over the years. So we think that from a measurement perspective, it's, it's very much qualitative and intangible, but we think we're having a real impact on women on all three of those spectrums. And then when it just comes to the game of golf, you know, there's there's probably no better game uh, for a professional services firm mm-hmm. to be linked to than the game of golf. Relationships are built on the golf course, as we know, many uh, leaders mentor people on the on on the golf course as they play golf. You know, we just saw that connection to that particular sport as really very meaningful and really proud to to bring that to bear through these sponsorships and these endorsements. And we really really are proud of all of these brand ambassadors that we have. And it's way more than just golf. You guys fixed the problem with the NBA scheduling solution. You guys developed a data and analytics-based yeah. <laughs> solution, and it generates a quick, yeah. easy digest to uh, help the schedules. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. Maybe maybe one way to illustrate that a bit is I'm a, I'm a big San Antonio Spurs fan. I lived in San Antonio 10 years, and uh, we all know that Coach Pop has, uh, over time, been very savvy and very smart about resting his players very strategically over the years and five NBA championships kind of kind of proved that point. And you know, part of what he was trying to do is give his players the right amount of rest over time to to really be successful. And so, you know, the NBA came to us and was looking for a way to take their decades old manual scheduling process and really make it world-class, bring a data and analytics solution to make the schedule much more modern in terms of what the teams needed and desired to help them be more successful. And, you know, part of that was using metrics to measure the health and the well-being of the players, 
you know, thinking about playing these, this really rough schedules back to back, cross country travel. Is, was there a better way to do that? So we use data and analytics uh, in partnership with the NBA to think about a better way to schedule games. And what the real solution was was really trying to find ways to make that schedule more modern to to reduce the impact of the back to back games, the travel, make the schedule work better for each of the teams in the NBA, and we're incredibly proud of, of that work. It's really a great example of bringing data, the, the power of enhanced data and analytics. We do that for clients all the time. We help them improve their performance through advanced data and analytics, and our vision was to help the NBA achieve much the same thing. And this week, too, we, we brought a similar solution to bear uh, in the game of golf. Well, let me ask you about that, uh, Paul. Is that the performance insights that you have provided for the LPGA field? It absolutely is. So we announced this week uh, something we're really excited about, something called KPMG Performance Insights. And I mentioned that we help companies all the time elevate their performance. And the idea in cooperation and collaboration with the LPGA Tour and the PGA of America was to bring an advanced data and analytics solution to the women of golf to reduce the disparity that existed between the men's game and the women's game. So we watch men's golf and we see rich data and insights that are provided to us and provided to the players to help them diagnose and improve their game, to help us as fans understand what's going on in the game. The women didn't have that. They were 20 years behind the men, literally, and the kind of information they had. They had information much like a weekend golfer would have. And so what we did is we worked with the LPGA Tour and PGA of America to develop a solution. We developed it that provides the same kind of data and analytics, strokes gained, proximity averages, information like that to put in the hands of the women to help them improve their game. And the reception by the, the caddies, the the players, the players' coaches was was really incredible this week. It's going. It was used this week on the the this week's tournament in Atlanta, and it's going to be used at every succeeding LPGA Tour event. So we're so excited about it. The, the other interesting thing about that solution, though, is it also allows for a feed of data and statistical reports, not only to the players but also to the media partners. So. NBC this week, you might have seen, was showing proximity averages and how the women performed within certain proximities in terms of yardage. That data will be developed over time. It will become much richer every week. And our the media partners will also be able to provide insights to the viewers at home and the fans on the golf course so they can better understand how the players are performing against each other. And we couldn't be prouder to bring that solution to the LPGA Tour. But the, the biggest thing about it, in my mind, is that it provides more equity between the women's game and the men's game. As a matter of fact, this KPMG Performance Insight solution, this transformative data analytics solution, is this same technology solution that's essentially used on the men's European Tour mm. currently. So it really gets the women almost to the exact same place as the men in a European tour 
as we speak today. And, again, that's going to be just a huge game changer for the women in the sport of golf. All right, Paul. So as we wrap up, you have outed yourself as both a big Spurs fan and, of course, a a diehard uh, (laughs) Longhorn fan. So, you know, as I think we do, I'm guessing you look at everything through a business lens and and, and with your sports teams, a fan's lens as well. So how do you look at just taking those two sort of loves of your life as it it were? Like, how do you look at sort of the business of college sports and and the business of of pro basketball at this point? Yes, I mean, we we look at anything that we're associated with is how can we add value to the game or the sport in unique and innovative ways. So, you know, certainly talked about our relationship with the NBA and the kind of solution we bring to them, the KPMG Performance Insight Solution. We're, we're constantly looking for ways, whether it's a collegiate environment or whether it's a professional sports environment, to help the particular organization that we're associated with elevate their performance to make them better. And that provides a return to us too, in terms of brand recognition. So, you know, we are going to be constantly searching for ways to help the world of sports improve their performance, regardless of what the sport is in the future. And we're so excited about, the work that we've been doing with various organizations. We do work with various sports teams, various stadiums, various leagues. We're going to continuously look for ways to elevate their performance, and that's what we do for a living. We, we want to bring solutions that solve problems, and we're so excited to be able to do that in the world of sports as well as, well as the world of business. Excited about Sarkeesian, the Sarkeesian era at uh... – in Austin, <laughs> I must admit I am. I'm a huge I'm a huge college basketball fan too, and I, I love Shaka Smart. But I know yeah. that sometimes changes are have to be made. So Chris Beard is there now, and we we have a new arena coming in 2022. So I'm really looking forward to uh, being in that arena sometime in 2022. And I'm a season ticket holder and uh, for the Longhorns football team too. So I'm really pumped up about this, the coming season. And uh, last question for you, since the Spurs aren't in it, who, who are you rooting for in the to, to go all the way in the NBA? Boy, that that's tough. I tell you, it's, it, the, the Bucks are looking pretty good right now yeah. to, to be in the finals with the Suns. It looks like, but who knows what will happen in the in the final couple of games there before they get to the the championship. But um, you know, um, that's a harder one. I I. Uh, I, I could be happy with any team winning. I think it's really cool, though, that uh, that the the four teams that are still in it uh, haven't uh, haven't won it in a while. Yeah, and, uh, I think that in of itself brings it brings a lot of attention to it, and it's it's really exciting to uh, to think about what that NBA final is going to look like. Yeah, NBA has been. I mean, we've spent we spent a lot of time in this program talking about the NBA and sort of this collision of all the things that we're interested in from a business perspective, a technology perspective, and as you say, you've certainly seen a lot of that uh, locally there um, with the Spurs and and what the front office has done, and obviously what Pop Coach Pop has done uh, as well. Well, Paul, thank you very very much. Paul Knopp is the CEO and chair for the U.S. for KPMG. Really good to spend some time with you. Thank you for having me today. 
Thank you, Paul. By the way, can you do something about the Detroit Pistons schedule? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm chirping. <laughs> Don't mind me. Uh, this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Mike Labar. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And I'm Mike Lynch, and thank you, Paul, for letting us have Roger Clemens for so many years. You can follow me at Lynchy WCVB. And I'm Jason Kelly. Follow me at Jason Kelly News. We're here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday exploring the world of money and sports. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and online wherever you get your podcasts.